What's up, everyone? This is Justin Gordon from Vitalize Venture Capital, and welcome to Talking Venture, a show where you'll learn how to build and invest in startups, featuring interviews with startup founders and operators, angel investors, and venture capitalists, as well as deep dives into a variety of aspects of the startup world from the team here at Vitalize. Over the last few years, I've talked with hundreds of entrepreneurs who have collectively raised nearly a billion dollars in venture capital. I'm gonna share the key insights I've learned from all those conversations. The first thing to know about venture capital whenever you're going through this process is it's not for everyone. Everyone will not raise venture capital and everyone shouldn't raise venture capital because it's only for people who want to really achieve that high level of growth and the expectations for venture capitalists are high. I mean, if you look at the article by Jason Lemkin, which I thought was really insightful around why venture capitalists need unicorns or even decacorns for the mechanics of the fund to work out just in terms of the numbers. I'll link to that article below. You understand from that, that really you need billion dollar companies if you're a venture capitalist, if not $10 billion companies. And so from a founder's perspective, venture capitalists are looking for those types of returns. They need to 30, 40, 50 X one of those companies to really have a chance to return the fund. At Vitalize, we're looking at 30 X return for any company we invest in out of the fund. And obviously we're looking at the potential for that return. We know every company will not return that, but that's the expectation. So before you even decide to raise venture capital, you have to understand that's what venture capitalists are looking for. We're looking for massive, outsized returns, and you have to keep that in mind before you even start to raise capital in the first place. Next, it's important to set expectations. This process, as I've mentioned, can be very long, can be grueling. I've talked to entrepreneurs who have taken months and months and months to raise capital with many meetings along the way, hundreds of meetings. One example is Zuleika Strassner, the founder of Zero. This is actually a company we ended up investing in at Vitalize, but when she was trying to first raise funding for her startup, she ended up taking 263 meetings. 263 meetings to get her first six checks for 500K, part of that being Charles Hudson at Precursor Ventures, who helps lead that first round. And then from there, she was eventually able to raise a few more million dollars. Again, Vitalize jumped in on that, but 263 meetings. Another example is a lady I talked to Annie Lim, who's the founder of Honeybee Financial, she had over 100 meetings to get her first investments. And that just goes to show how long and how many meetings you might actually go through in order to raise venture capital. And I think it's important at the start when you've decided to go down this path, this crazy journey that is fundraising for a company. If you have decided to raise venture capital, you need to go into it understanding the expectations around it's gonna take a lot of time, a lot of meetings with people over and over again, but that's just a start. And in understanding that, you realize that you're gonna face rejection, but you're gonna have to persist in order to raise capital for your startup. And this is really a trial and error process, something I'll talk about a little bit later. You're gonna have to iterate around that, but in the beginning, understand that it's gonna be quite the process. You're gonna have to persist as you're also running your company. So you're doing a lot of things at once, but that's just the realities of raising venture capital. The next insight is to have a very clear narrative and be incredibly ambitious with this. This was something that Amanda Abuzi, the founder of Incredible Health, mentioned how she knew from her going from her first fundraising, which was just from family and friends, a few hundred thousand, to her latest Series A, which was 15 million, led by Andreessen Horowitz and Jeff Jordan in particular, along the way of fundraising, going from that first couple hundred thousand to a $2.4 million round to a $15 million round, she realized that the importance of the narrative, how clearly you articulate your story is 
everything. You combine that with a very ambitious vision, again, going back to what venture capitalists are looking for in the first place, we want these outsized returns. The story you tell about your company has to showcase that. It has to show how you're going to be a category leader, how you're going to redefine an industry. And if you're not doing that in your narrative, in your story as you're pitching us, it's gonna be very hard for us to believe that you're gonna be one of the companies at 30Xs in our portfolio. And so as you're raising venture capital, getting very clear on that narrative is vital. And along the way, as you do that, you're gonna get feedback from venture capitalists, you're gonna get feedback from friends, from other founders you may show your deck to, and you're gonna be iterating, you're gonna be tweaking your story, changing different parts of it, dreaming bigger as you go about this process because that's what we wanna see as venture capitalists have to understand that to begin with. But having that narrative, having that clear story is just part of it. Really what you need to do as well is have a very clear process. And fundraising is just like sales. It is a process that you go through. One of the things you can do, which is another thing that Amanda Bazid mentioned when I chatted with her, is you have to be very clear about this process and know which venture capitalists in particular you're targeting based on your industry, based on the stage that you are at in terms of fundraising. And you can look up investors by going to signal.nfx.com as well as Crunchbase and PitchBook. And these different resources will help you identify the different investors, where they invest. You can look up different information about them. And from that, in your process, you can narrow down who you're targeting and then also talk to their CEOs. Talk to the founders that got investments from the investors you're targeting and understand, like, are they a value add? Are they helpful for your company or not? Are they good people? Do the founders that they work with love working with them? And you can do that as part of your process in fundraising to figure out if those are gonna be the right VCs for you. So you've created this narrative. You have a very clear story. You've done some homework and you have a process figured out around how you're gonna identify investors, you're gonna talk to CEOs. Next thing you really need to do is really think about the values that you have internally. Like what are the values that you care about, both with your, yourself, your team, your startup, and do those investors align with your values. And that was something that Dion Nicholas, who was the founder of Forethought, mentioned to me. He's raised $27 million in venture capital, most recently a Series B of investment in late 2020. And as he's gone through his process of fundraising, seed round, Series A, Series B, he always kept in mind his values and what his value system was. And he wanted to make sure that the venture capitalists he had on his cap table aligned with that. They believed in his mission. They believed in the vision that he had for the company. And he didn't sacrifice anything on that. And that was something he was really proud of and something that I think other founders, you may be tempted as you're getting so many no's, constantly getting no's from investors, not the right fit, not the right time, whatever it may be. As you're going through that, you're getting those no's, you're gonna wanna skimp on your values, but as Dion said, it's everything to make sure you have your values aligned with your investors because you're gonna be with them for years and years and years. It could be a decade, it could be 15 years that you're with these investors. You have to make sure that their values are aligned. And if you don't, you're really gonna pay for it later. And finally, in this fundraising process, one of the things I love that Dion as well mentioned to me was that you wanna find investors that have superpowers. And what I mean by that is, yes, you want capital, and especially if you're early stage, you're, you're struggling, you really need capital bad. Of course, you want any capital you can get from an investor, but there's more than just capital that investors can offer. And if you're looking for someone that has superpowers, that can mean a few different things. Maybe they have operating experience that they can help you with directly off something that you're struggling with or as you're building your company. They may have industry connections to whatever industry you're already in 
with your company. They may have connections to partners. They might have connections to potential customers. All of that that can help you along the way. Another superpower could be someone who has deep product experience. They may have domain expertise that can help you along the way as you're building your company. You can call them up, rely on them to provide you insights. And finally, they may have distribution. So they might have a, a strong following. They may have a big content distribution engine that they can use that to help promote the things that you're doing to push you along. Those are all things that are value added as investors to your company. And that may be the place of a venture capital firm. It may be the place of an angel network. It could be particular angels that you allow on the cap table. You're seeing a lot of that now with just different companies raising money and being strategic about who they actually have on the cap table that can help them particularly get to that next milestone. Because as you move forward, of course, you're going to raise the next round and the next round. That changes who you have on the cap table. You may add more people. Yes, you have follow-on investment potentially, but that changes things as well. And having all of those things combined, really setting those expectations, having the narrative and the vision aligned, as well as running a very clear process, making sure that VCs are value aligned and having some superpowers on board will help you raise funding and not only raise funding, but have the right funders, the right VCs on your cap table. There's no one way to go about this process. Everyone does it differently. Everyone takes different amounts of time. I've talked to entrepreneurs who have raised in four to five weeks. I've talked to entrepreneurs who have taken 10 months to even a year to raise capital for a startup. There's a huge range. By being systematic, by having a strategic approach and knowing what you're looking for, you ensure yourself at least a better chance at success and then bring on the right people. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about us, head on over to vitalize.vc. You can also follow us on Twitter at vitalizevc, or you can follow me on Twitter at justingordon212. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.